Greetings and welcome to the Christian Corner Ministries broadcast. We pray that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. It is our prayer that the message you hear will encourage and refresh you. Let's prepare our hearts to hear today's message. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise the Lord. I welcome you once again to the Christian Corner Ministries. My name is Caleb A. Santos, Pastor Caleb A. Santos, and I'm going to be sharing some thoughts about wisdom, wisdom, and we were talking about the importance of having wisdom uh, all this week. And my blog, if you had a chance to read my blog and study uh, about wisdom, you'll find that it is a very important thing to have. Amen. And before we do anything, let's go to the throne of grace in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we just praise you, Father God, because you are a good God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you that you may anoint my lips and anoint the ears of those who are hearing to receive your word. Father, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him to understand your word, to receive your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, Turn to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. It says here, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all that getting, get understanding. Notice here it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. And I was sharing a thought uh, that um, uh, King came to me um, during this week. And it's based on 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. When God had appeared, I'm going to give you a little background. When God had appeared to Solomon, and, um, you know, and it was a thing that would impact his life. Amen. And the question I, add, that I want to ask, first of all, is what would you do if God came to you in the middle of the night and said, what do you want me to do for you? Now, that's a, that's a question. See, a lot of times when we pray, we just do it as a ritual. We just do it to make our conscience feel good. We do it as a thing to do, just a thing to make us feel good. And we just do it and we don't expect much and we go on our way. But a lot of times God wants us to be in a, in a, in a way of in a, in expectancy and, 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 and believing that miracles are going to happen in your life. You know, see... God doesn't want our prayer life to be a drudgery, to be a bore, to be something that we do automatically. God wants us to be in an area of expectancy, of expecting the supernatural, of expecting a word from Him, expecting some, something, some kind of miracle, amen? And that's what the Lord wants us to be, amen? To be in a state of ex expectancy. See, one of the things that we need to understand about wisdom, and I'm not saying that you do this, I mean, do it as, as the Lord leads, but Solomon was trained by David in the things of God. And if you study carefully the life of Solomon, especially in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, you find that he was a giver. He had given 1,000 Holocaust, Holocaust offerings, burnt offerings, amen? And, um, and, and even in today's currency, that's, that's a big amount to give. And see, people be fussing 
saying all oh, these preachers want your money. I'll be honest with you, I don't want your money. I'm self-supported. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I really, to be honest with you, and I don't want to be uh, arrogant, but um, I really don't need your money. I'm, I really want your soul. Amen. God's going to supply for me. God's going to take care of me. Amen. And uh, But there's be, there'll be times when preachers ask for money. And a lot of times people harden their hearts. And yes, there's been some bad examples of preachers. I'm not going to be ignorant that there's preachers that steal people's money and and make and make uh, you know uh, bad reputations for all of us but at the same time giving has its place in the old testament people were supposed to go to the temple uh, 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 they were supposed to be there with a gift the bible says that god didn't want to see his people come there empty-handed and see we need to get to the place where uh, you know if our soul is saved our wallet is saved now again I don't want your money. I want your soul. Amen. I'm very well self-deported. Uh, you know, we uh, we are blessed uh, uh, to be self-supported. Uh, if uh, somebody wants to give, yes, we're not going to turn them away. But basically, God has looked out for us, and we don't ask for money. Amen. I try to get away from asking for, for money uh, because uh, you know pe- preachers have had a bad reputation. But at the same time, I want you to realize the importance that when you start to give, when you start to give of your tithes and offering, you release not only money coming back to you, but a whole host of things because God opens the windows of heaven for you. And that's what happened with Solomon. Solomon gave a big amount of money and God met him in the middle of the night and said, what do you want me to do? Now for the single woman, it's a husband. For those in financial lack, money. For the sick, healing. For the tormented peace. And those things are not wrong in itself. But we're going to see Solomon's response to God's question. Let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 9, 11. And Solomon said unto God, that has showed great favor unto David my father and has made me to reign in his stead. Now, O God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over over people like the dust of the earth and multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people that is so great? See, Solomon um, learned from David, King David, which was his father. He observed them, and he saw how his kingdom was established. And here he was, about ready to take the mantle, to take over, to go continue the kingdom. Amen? It was handed over from King David unto him. He had to rule over a, a, a big amount of people. Amen? And guess what he did? He asked for wisdom. He asked for wisdom. And I would say, oh, that our leaders would ask for wisdom. <laughs> Amen. Nowadays. And uh, we do need wisdom. Amen. Wisdom is the ability to come up for answers for, you know, to come up for answers to life's toughest problems. When you have wisdom, you have it all. You have the answer for life's toughest problem. Amen. 
And see, Solomon saw the big picture and the tremendous responsibility that was before him. He saw that in his kingdom there were many things that the people needed and uh, fairness and justice was in his heart. And when he pondered these things, he asked for wisdom. And, and see, his heart was in the right place. He learned from David. Did you know that during the time of King David, they had a team of worshipers praising God 24-7? Look it up, First Chronicles 9.33. And the, during the time of King David, he had a praise and worship team. See, the power of praise, the power of worship can release unlimited supply to you. It, it is a powerful thing. And that's when, when King David was reigning, when he was ruling over his kingdom, Israel was at its strongest. Because why? Because I believe, personally believe, that the worship team that was praising God 24-7 had a lot to do with it. Praise is a powerful tool to have. Amen. And, and that's why it's so important that we as parents, we give our children an example to follow. Solomon observed his father. Solomon observed that his father was a worshiper. Solomon observed that his father praised the Lord. See, the Bible says that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When you have when you have the fear of God, that's just the first step in getting wisdom. Why? Because Christ has been made unto us wisdom. And if Christ is God in the flesh, guess what? You have wisdom. If you're saved, if you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And the Holy Spirit is God himself. He'll give you the wisdom that you need. You have a genius that lives on the inside of you. You have a genius. All you have to do is tap on it. Tap on it. And let me tell you, wisdom can be manifested in various forms. And we have studied this in our blog. And you can look it up in thechristiancorner.org. Thechristiancorner.org. You can see more teachings on wisdom. There's there's two uh, various types of wisdom. There's the wisdom that comes with the skills of the hands. People are endowed with uh, uh, things in their hands that they could fix. They could fix anything with their hands. That's a sort of wisdom that God gives to people. And then there's the other kind of wisdom is to make uh, decisions and difficult choices and difficult um, and difficult problems to make uh, wise choices and difficult problems. That, that's wisdom. It comes in the mental realm and it comes in the physical realm in the form of man's hands, man's building things, people that are a genius in building things. That's a sort of wisdom. Or people that have wisdom in business or people that have wisdom teaching or people that have wisdom in whatever they do. Wisdom is there for you. And if you don't have wisdom, get it. I remember uh, I used to when I used to have car trouble, I had a good friend of mine. He was a pastor of a church, uh, associate pastor, and he would rely on wisdom to fix his cars. I mean, he, he saved himself a lot of money because he would just rely on God's wisdom. And one time he was encouraging me because I was trying to use that wisdom to fix my car. And he said, Brother Santos, you have the mind of Christ. At the time, I didn't know what he was saying. I think I, I couldn't grasp it. But now, as I studied wisdom, I know that wisdom is there for the taking. If you need creativity, if you need to, to, to have wisdom, ask for it. Ask for wisdom in your hands to create things, to build things. 
Amen. Maybe God may have you to go learn the wisdom to go to school. Amen. Go to a to a place of vocational school. Go back to school, or just learn on your own. Amen. The wisdom is there for the taking, and we as uh, as uh, as Christians, we need to use it as a bait to bring in people to the Lord. See, people they, they you know a lot of most of the people when you give them a track. Out of courtesy, they'll take it. But then when you're not looking, they'll probably put it in the trash can. But if you could, by your life, if you could be a living example and use wisdom to be able to draw people to you, to the Lord, let me tell you, that's a that's an asset that we don't really think about using. A lot of times, we just work in our jobs, do our jobs, but ask God for wisdom in the job. You need to shine before your boss. You need to let the boss know that you're there, you have the mind of Christ, and that you're there to make a difference in your job. You're there to make a difference wherever you are. Use wisdom. It's there for the taking. Use wisdom for your job. Use wisdom for wherever you go with your family. Amen. They may persecute you. They may make life hard for you. But when you have the wisdom of God working, let me tell you, you're going to get their respect. When, when the world sees the true wisdom of God working in His whole power and His whole ability and His whole creativity, let me tell you, they'll be the path to your door because the world is hungry for wisdom. The world is hungry for God. Can you think about this? Adam had the mind of Christ. Christ is the Holy Spirit. See, Adam had the mind of Christ. Adam had his mind working at 100% capacity. But the moment he fell, he, he what happened? His mind started to deteriorate. But you have the ability to be operating at 100% capacity. It's there for the taking. So I just want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters. Let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for those who are listening to this broadcast that they may learn to tap into the wisdom of God. Father, your word says Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Give us wisdom for anything that comes up, Lord. Help us not to be afraid of any trials or afflictions, but help us to meet it head on. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And remember, you have the mind of Christ. I love you and be strong in the Lord. Bye-bye now.